every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. Or if you follow us on Twitter at PokeBreakdown, EPEEP for short. So this week, it's not just me, sadly, everybody. I know, I know, I know. But he's still a good co-host. He is the funny one of the bunch, actually, because he has all the jokes. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie man, how you doing? Not just you. Fuck. <laughs> uh, well, they come for my voice, man. You know, the shoe's going to be on the other foot here in a couple weeks. <laughs> I know. I know. We start our wrestling podcast back up in a couple weeks now. And um, I, I'm sure you're going to have all the nicknames for me. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh geez wouldn't, wouldn't you just love to know especially from our 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 late dinner this past weekend <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure that just you're like okay I'm, I'm gonna take this i'm gonna take this i'm gonna take this you got a book load of them didn't you i got sticky notes all over this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> i'm scared um but yeah uh this is this is episode number 23, Doug. This is part two of our three-parter. Yes. Um, Happy Halloween. That's fucking... <laughs> well, and it's not going to make any sense for them as they're listening to this, because they're going, fucker, it's January. <laughs> yes, everybody. And I'm going to start doing this now um, at the beginning of each episode. I know we're kind of more than 20 episodes in, but uh, we're recording this on October 27th of 2020 so you're hearing this on the second week of january so yeah that that's that's how far we have stretched so far yeah and that's still you know you say you've said it a, a fair amount at this point and it still blows my mind to think that we've somehow stumbled into being that proactive i know I, I I think it kind of helped that we weren't doing just one episode a week. And then on top of that, before we even re started releasing our shows, we built up a small catalog and we just built on top of that as well. So I, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I mean, us being in the podcast business for about five years now, uh, we, we kind of know how to do this thing. now. <laughs> that's, a, that's another crazy little factoid. Five years of, doing this where the fuck is it gone i know uh it, it went from doing a podcast in my car and ordering food through the drive-through all the way to be, trying to at least be semi-professionals at this thing i mean hopefully one day we'll, we'll get to the point where um uh, there won't be any static on our shows we'll have the professionals set up and which i'm sure that that i'm sure that's coming pretty soon actually now that now that I'm thinking about it, Christmas gifts are getting ready to pop up. Christmas is about to pop up. Fuck. <laughs> Damn. I mean, 
people are saying Christmas. We've already returned half our shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I the only thing that I've purchased so far is my son's gift, along with two two separate games to go with it that he wanted. So yeah, and I'm and I've turned fully thirteen again. I've asked for money. Oh, <laughs> because libraries don't build themselves up. So yeah, you're getting ready to start piling up on your PS5 library. So I mean, I ain't gonna go crazy, but I, I would like to have a a decent selection by the time <clears throat> stuff gets rolling. But yeah, so we're here to talk, talk about Pokemon. part two of the psychic arc. Yes, this week's episode is called The Tower of Terror, Part 2, um, is actually what it's called. And then translated from Japanese, is it's called Got It at the Pokemon Tower, is what it's translated from Japanese. So Yeah, I'll, I'll take the English translation this week. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the English one as well. So... Um, yeah, this episode dropped in Japan September 2nd of 1997, and here in the States, it dropped October 7th of 1998. And as you all know, and yeah, I'm sure you can guess who's going first this week already. Just but... by the intro, you're so excited. <laughs> so uh, we like to go back in history, or, or in the future, um, but... But for the most part, it's well. How the hell would we do that? Wait a minute! Don't don't skate by that like you didn't just say something kind of dumb. No, I didn't say anything dumb because in a couple weeks I have a Pokemon one that's in the future. I don't think we we can do that. (laughs) No, I can't go into the future. (laughs) I don't think we can go into the future. I think that's bending the rules a little bit. I mean, you and I, I think we'll have to have a discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's Pokemon related. I don't know. I still think we're going to have to have a discussion. <laughs> but, um, all right. So, um, yeah, we like to go back in the past as to what happened on this historic date. And Doug, just by virtue, picked a really young one this week. Um, Dougie, man, go ahead and take the ball. So, on this date, that would be October 7th. In the year of our Lord, 1984, Walter Payton uh, surpasses Jim Brown to become the all-time leading rusher in NFL history. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah, so Smith came into this game um, against the New Orleans Saints needing 67 yards to uh, to gain the record. He ended up finishing the day with 154 because he's proficient like that. Um, he ended his career with 16,728 yards, uh, t- uh, total rushing yards, and he held the all-time rushing mark until 2002 when Emmett Smith broke the record. Oh, and he is currently, I believe he is still um, 
I believe he's still second. I believe he's still second to Smith. I can't verify nor neglect that. Um, so I'm going to go with it and say he is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> so is that the, is, is that the end, Doug? Or did you have any, um, any other facts real quick or am uh, I going to go? Yeah, I, I, I did. I could, uh, I, I would like to put a little cap on things. Uh, okay. yes. So Smith, um, is still the current leader. Emmett Smith currently, well, he's, he's retired. So Emmett Smith ended his career with 18,335 total rushing yards. And the, the next active guy would, who would have a shot at, um, I would say passing Peyton and, you know, if he keeps going, potentially getting all time would be Frank Gore who is currently uh, playing for the New York Jets, Lord help his mortal soul. Um, Jeez. And he, and he, well, yeah, they're garbage. Um, yeah. <laughs> <and> he, <laughs> Don't, yeah, just sugarcoat it, Doug. <laughs> we just lost half of New York. Um, and yeah, so Frank Gore currently has 15,667. I believe these are, uh, current and up to date. So, uh, uh, Walter is within his sights, and he would need to keep going for a few more seasons to potentially pass Smith. All right. So, well, thank you for that update. I'm glad you're able to find it right before I got into mine. Um, yours yeah. is a lot more elaborate than mine because mine this week, I have two birthdays, Doug. You have two, but you broke the rule. Yeah. Well, yeah, wait a minute. Actually, actually. Oh. oh. What was your date, Doug? 84. 1984? Yeah. Oh, shit. I could have actually gone first. Ah. Uh, <laughs> and that one you would have earned. You wouldn't have done that on spite like you did last week. Yeah, I know. But, um,. Yeah, I have two, um, and I'm not really breaking the rule because both these are actors. Well, one's one one's more serious of an actor than the other. But um, on this day in 1970, Matt Damon was born. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. And then um, that South Park reference, everybody. Um, and then on this date in 1980. Good old, and I know he don't like to go back to his roots, but good old Nickelodeon star Nick Cannon was born on this day. Holy fuck, this guy was 20 when I was when I was watching what no, he he was he was 15. He was 15 when he was in all that. If uh if Wrestling Christie is going to start doing math uh, this would be your chance to go and get a drink and bro math was my best math was my best subject in school just saying just saying i had to i had to think about it <laughs> oh. <coughs> so 
But yeah, both of these actors were born on this day. I thought it was pretty, uh, pretty out there that I I know both of these actors. Um, so it's pretty cool to give them a birthday shout out on our Pokemon podcast that I know that they're never ever going to listen to. They well, might we- van- they might vanity search themselves. They might come across a transcript of this episode. Yeah, well, that's if we transcript our episodes. We haven't we we haven't done that yet. I thought there were some services that just did that automatically. Oh, maybe. I I could be wrong. I'm just completely spit. I don't know anything. I just well, I know I know. Um, in our email box, we've been given offers, um, along with people um, wanting to come on the show, and I guess we could kind of. Um, clear the air on this um not a hundred percent not from what you were telling me <laughs> well <laughs> i had i sent you a screen grab of the of the next person that wants to come up well yeah yes we haven't gotten not, the first one. you know no let's not count chickens and eggs and whatever well i know that let me let me get out what I need to say. <laughs> uh, we are we are willing on taking submissions for people to be on our show. Um, me and Doug have both agreed that um, it would be nice to do that, and I'm and I think we kind of agreed that maybe uh, once a month or once every other month thing can be a we can have a guest that comes on and does a Pokemon episode of their choice. But I mean, we haven't hammered everything out. We're actually I'm going to beta test this in two weeks. Um, as long as everything goes goes to plan, um, we we have a special guest that we're beta testing in two weeks on the primate episode. Well, I wouldn't. I, I don't. I think calling it a beta test is kind of um, completely undercutting what because it, it's going out. Yes. Well, I mean, it, it's going out there. But I mean, it's it's a matter of um, will this podcast work as a three man? Because I know we do a three man with our wrestling show, but um, can we actually do a three man, keep it entertaining, and not really go off the rails too much with a third man? Well, I mean, way to way to drop a hint. You don't know it could third person. Yeah. So, let's get everything I'm, locked in before. Well, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited to do this. So I'm I just want I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to get our names out there. Um, there's some uh, there's some YouTube YouTubers, and well, we have one YouTuber and we have one um, Twitch streamer. That wants to be on on the show. So, uh, what 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 was the name that we said last week? You mean what was the name that you said? A a uh, <laughs> a Twitcher, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what you said. But I have no, I in no way, shape, or form cosign that. <laughs> so, so yeah, we um. We're, th- these are in the books um, this year that you're listening to this episode. Um, this is going to be the year that if everything rolls off fine, we'll have about maybe eight or nine guests this year, hopefully. 
because uh, we we are taking applications and um, I do have two personal colleagues that want to get on the show, but I'm I'm not quite sure if I want to put personal friends on the show yet. I don't know. I'll talk I don't know. They, in the span of five seconds, they went from being colleagues to just friends. What the fuck? <laughs> colleagues are friends. Well, no, colleagues are people you work with. Well, we would be working with them. Right, but you don't currently work with them, or unless you do. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, all right, then. Then they're friends. They're friends. Yes. So uh, we'll we'll see. Um, our name is finally out there. We have a decent following as of now, and I'm pretty happy to actually say that. Um, you wouldn't know it looking at our Twitter, people. So go go and hit that follow button. But, I mean, we see the downloads, and we know you're there. So go and hit us up on Twitter at, at Pokey Breakdown. Um, cause I, I be tweeting a lot on, on that Twitter, whether it's, um, our Pokemon episodes or it has something to do with Pokemon go. So go ahead and, and hit up that Twitter feed. It's fun. So you ready to get on into this episode, Doug? I've been ready. All right. So we start this week's episode with the gang we don't have a code entrance like we did last week but or a recap which i thought was a little well i mean we have the narrator uh, basically go over what happened last week as as they're walking into the fog but um the gang is walking they're on their way to the pokemon tower so they can go and capture them a ghost pokemon <clears throat> well i mean that's the hope yeah so, oh man, let's see. So the fog gets really thick, and they try to employ the buddy system by grabbing hands, and, and they didn't really present this the best because they show Misty and Ash being within hands reach, but then a wide shot. Brock's sitting there. He's like ten yards back. Yeah, like, he's like, where, I, where, I, where is everybody? Because once the fog gets so dense, they can't see. And Ash is going, "I'm right here." And Brock is like, "Oh, okay." So Brock goes and grabs Pikachu's tail by accident, thinking that it's Ash's hand, and completely gets obliterated by a thunder shock. Which, you know, fair play. I mean, he freaking. You know, you grab a Pokemon by the tail. What do you think's going to happen? You're either going to get flamethrower, you're going to get water gun, you're going to get, or you could get bit. You know, you know, could have yeah. turned around and bit him. He's a mouse. <laughs> but then, a- after Brock kind of recruit recoups himself, um, you have Ash that in in <laughs> in Saffron City, um, maybe the day prior went and bought himself a skeleton mask and put the skeleton mask on just to fucking scare Pikachu, Brock, and Misty in this forest, completely scares them by putting it on, and Pikachu just had no chill and was like, you motherfucker, I'm going to shock you now. Yeah, and just You're going to get the, you're gonna get this work too. You're... <laughs> and just boom, just shocks Ash and just lays him flat on his ass. And then, yeah, so I mean, and we've established, you know, early 
early on and frequently that Pikachu has no chill, so I don't think we should be surprised by this at all. I know. But, I mean, he, he scared the mess out. But Pikachu, once he found out that it wasn't uh, a real skeleton, Pikachu was just pissed. Pikachu, the, the photo that they uh, built was like Pikachu grew like 10 times and looked down at Ash like, you motherfucker, you're about to get this business. And just, boom. Yeah, he was just he was just mad, you know. <laughs> I mean, pride was hurt more than anything. So after after all all the jokes are done and every everyone is back on their feet, um, the trio finds themselves in Lavender Town, and Lavender Town is the home of Pokemon Tower, where they are told that the ghost Pokemon like to hang out. Yeah, I took issue with the they like to hang out. Why? I just, I mean, and it and it fits obviously because you know we find out that there kind of literally is three ghost Pokemon literally hanging out and watching TV, but it's just kind of oh you know us wild Pokemon we'd like to get together hang out and play cards you know you know kind <laughs> of weird verbiage I suppose. Yeah, and they didn't really present this Pokemon Tower like they did back in the Pokemon game. Because if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, Doug, um, and and we like to talk about the similarities between the Pokemon game and the TV show, but didn't in the video game you had to get a Silco telescope, and you look through this telescope, or you have it on you, and it um lets you be able to see what ghost pokemon are yeah i think you had to equip it i think and then you know you could see and i remember the music got all spooky it was it was good stuff yeah and there was a bunch of ghastly and haunter i mean you didn't see gengar until the very ending no and and gengar ended up turning out to be a little cubone wasn't it Oh no! Oh no! No! no. I, no, no. I, I, I I had that backwards. Um, Gengar presented himself as a possessed Cubone, and then ended up being a Gengar at the end, and then ran away, and then you saved everybody that was inside of this building. It's been a hot minute since I yeah, played those games. <laughs> same here, but I, I I'm pretty sure that's how it went. So. Um, that I'm gonna roll with it. <laughs> um, so Ash and, and the gang walk up to Pokemon Tower, and um, right when they walk up to it, um, they get creeped out because it's nighttime. There's a little bit of fog in the air, and this tower just looks all sorts of creepy. And Ash Im- immediately goes, "Okay, we're here, but you know what? I'm gonna do this in the morning, and I'm just gonna lay here on the ground in my sleeping bag." Pikachu, you are you good? And Pikachu's like, "Chew," and just lays right next to him. And Misty's like, "Uh, no, we're about to go into this building. Wake up and just..." No, 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 not we're. She was about to just because she didn't have to go in with him. She was she, she was willing to push him in there and then wait out with Brock and then you know Ash gets to Pokemon they dip out and then we turn back around to <coughs> pardon me to Saffron yes so, so Misty didn't want to spend any more time than she absolutely had to so she you know pulls out the old travel gong 
yeah, um, that's like three times the size of all of them. And just, I, I it, it surprises me what they fit into these little tiny bags that they're just walking around with. Well, I mean, you know. I mean, Brock has a whole, like a whole tea set and food, Brock, and Brock's got a whole kitchen. Yeah, he has a whole kitchen on his back. Ash has an extra pair of clothes, underwear, and a few pokeballs, which we find out in this episode. And I don't know what the hell Misty has in hers because um, she, she she doesn't wear makeup. I mean, we water, know she has we we know she has a bikini, water Pokemon. Well, that. Isn't that on her belt? Oh yeah, she she keeps them inside of her bag. Okay, uh, she has she has uh, a spare change of clothes, a bikini, and um, her Pokemon, water Pokemon, good stuff. Yeah. So um, it's at this point that yeah um, that she wakes them up to send them in, and we find out Team Rocket is on, like, the third floor inside of this building, and they've been waiting on Ash and the gang to come in. And I would have liked to have seen how Team Rocket just happened to end up in this tower. Well, I mean, they were in the last episode, and they and they knew that he was going after the ghost Pokemon, so they beat him there. Well, I know, but them getting into the tower, I think, would be worth a few... <laughs> well, um, well, I I can tell you right now how it happened. So, um, they it, it looks like they got there during the day, which we found out um, that the ghost Pokemon sleep during the day, so they didn't encounter any ghost Pokemon when they went into this tower. But while they're in there, um, and Mount Meowth is doing his little spiel, um, Castly is just now waking up in one of the cabinets. Oh. So, and this is after James. James had fallen through the through the floor and as Jesse is looking through the hole at a fallen James, um Gasly, yeah, wakes up out of the cabinet and Meowth sees Gasly and goes, "Uh, uh, uh." And it's just all sorts of creeped out and when he tells Jesse to turn around, she doesn't see Gasly. Because no. Gasly's playing tricks. Right. And Gasly then kind of disappears <laughs> and reappears. On basically, face. Yeah, on Jesse's face. And Meowth says, well, I've had enough of this. And just scratches. And obviously. Oh. oh, man. He tried to scratch a ghost Pokemon and just completely obliterated Jesse's face. That was... <laughs> I was dying. I was like, man, if this was in real life. And then obviously, you know, Jesse's rather upset. <laughs> oh, she was pissed. Wow. Because let, let, let's not even um, gla- gloss over what Meowth said as he's getting ready to scratch Jesse. Um, he sees the ghost Pokemon and gets his claws out and goes, go away. And just scratch. <laughs> so obviously, you know, Jesse freaks out because she's got, you know, three long scratch marks across her face. One going over her eye, which just can't feel good. Um, and she goes, you've ruined my face. You've ruined perfection. What have you done? And she bounces him around like a fucking pinball. <laughs> with this big old mallet and just 
drops him down the hole. And he he lands right on top of James, who James is just knocked the fuck out. Yeah, well, there's there's a quick shot, and they're actually all both, you know, got the swirly eye. Yeah. And then... It's at this point um, that Jesse starts looking at her face inside of the mirror and notices Ghastly behind her. Oh, right. This is where I had a problem. And... Um, she falls into the hole and knocks herself out. But um, why Why did you have a problem with that? Cashley shouldn't be able to see his reflection. Well, he's a Pokemon. Right, but he's a ghost. True. Oh, true. True. Well, true. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a that's a little twist in the Pokemon series. So I guess ghost Pokemon can see their reflection? Didn't we just have an, a few episodes ago with Ghastly that Ghastly cannot see his... Re- yeah, you're right. Okay, come on, Pokemon. Get it get it together. Yeah, really. So, yeah. Um, like you said, Jesse, you know, sees her... Sees Ghastly in the reflection of the mirror. Faints. Um, and they, they all just... end up in a dog pile. And they and, and they then, fall through through another floor and just com- continue to fall all the way down and just knock themselves out. But the gang ends up hearing their their screams from the outside and it scares them because they they they, they they think it's ghost Pokemon. Yeah, they think people are being tortured in there. Yeah. So obviously that makes that doesn't exactly make them want to just go. Oh, pardon me. That doesn't make them want to go running in there. Just willy nilly, <laughs> and and they don't. Um, thankfully, right away, because we go straight from that to Team Rocket, who has crashed all the way down to what looks like it's the basement, and then Ghastly appears again, and they just faint. <laughs> right, and then you know, then we do cut back to the trio and. Brock and Misty basically push Ash to go like they they're going to follow him, but they want to make damn sure that Ash goes in there first. Yeah. And is not Brock the oldest one like Brock should just be OK with going in there? He's he's the gym leader. Yeah, but he's not the one they're trying to catch the Pokemon for. True. So, so. and and then we get dickhead Ash because um, we walk <laughs> in. Hey, ghost Pokemon, I'm here to catch you. <laughs> well, I'm not even worried about that. I'm basically, okay, come here, Charmander. Be a flashlight real quick. How is like, that being a dick? That's <laughs> being a dick. He's he's not there to be a goddamn walking flashlight. He's there to battle. <laughs> Charmander is over here taking notes and like, when I become a teenager, I'm going to not listen to you. And these are going to be the reasons why. And here, And here's the other thing, right? Like, he comes out, and you can automatically tell that the room has gotten lighter, just by virtue of the tail flame. So why is Charmander using energy that he might not have to just use flamethrower just for shit? Oh, well, (laughs) this isn't the first time. Charmander gets to use this move three times in this episode. Yeah, he's basically out the whole... I didn't even catch that until like towards the end of the episode but then you know brock's like oh i i found a candle obviously (laughs) 
you know, and they, <laughs> and the natural response to me would have been, "Come here, Charmander. Let me use your tail for one second. You know, and I, it's funny you say that because me, me and Stephanie were saying the same thing. Why didn't he just put the tail up to the candle and light it? Right. But no, he he has to use flamethrower. Maybe he wanted to. Maybe he said, fuck, I'm going to get one over on this guy. So he burns Brock. So Brock hasn't had a good couple of minutes here. Brock's been shocked and burnt, and we haven't even really gotten into the episode. I know. But I mean, and let, but let, let's talk about um, how this was Brock's idea. And then Brock gets mad and yells at Charmander. That's not even his Pokemon to yell at. So he should just fuck all the way off. <laughs> And Pikachu is just having a grand old time, like, yeah. oh, this is awesome, and just clapping. Yeah, which, <laughs> which I feel like Pikachu should be mad on Charmander's behalf. <laughs> no, Pikachu's not on anybody's side. Yeah, Pikachu's just a shitster. <laughs> so we we go straight from that, and they hear the ghost Pokemon um galloping around somewhere within the house and then they come across the hole that team rocket has fallen through and they say careful there's a hole in the floor which i, I mean was funny i mean you know admittedly that's funny because <laughs> um, they're always falling into holes and and then they walk into this big dining room with, with no 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 set. no we, we we skipped a part because we finally get the introduction of the ghost pokemon Oh, of course. So we go straight from them looking at the floor to um, Hunter and Gengar are are inside of what looks like just this broken down little room, even though they have a better room in a, in this house, which we'll find out in a bit. It's a man cave. Yeah. So they're they're inside. They're inside this little broken down room, watching um, what looks to be like a funny uh, Pokemon show or. Uh, I guess uh, it's a uh, slapstick uh, show. It's yeah, a sl- slap. it's like it's like you know the Benny Hill, Mister Bean, the Three Stooges. Yeah, and they're watching this full blown color, by the way. And Hunter and Gengar are just having a grand old time. But I wanna I wanna take a look at that. Gengar and Hunter have drinks. Right. They're ghosts. It's a it's a, it's a ghost soda. It, it, it's it's a ghost soda, Doug. It's 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 a ghost soda. Is that what we're going with? Sure is. <laughs> Just like Boatsmaker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Mountain Boo. I don't know. Mountain. <laughs> oh, jeez. So so they're having a good old time and. Yeah, at this point, um, Doug, if you want to continue now, um, they walk into the room <laughs> with all of this nice silverware. Yeah, so they walk into this dining room that's that's clearly set up for for a function, you know, for for like a like a dinner, you know. And they say, "Well, this is swanky," and then they see this big uh, rope in the middle of the room, and the uh, the note on the cord says, "Pull me," which you know. I would be suspicious, but you know this is a kid show, <laughs> so they pull it, and the little ball it welcomes at the top them. of the it welcomes them. There's confetti, 
and they say, well, this is pretty sweet. Uh, this is pretty sweet. And then shit starts immediately going haywire. Yeah. All everything, everything that's on the table just starts lifting and everything that's inside of the room just starts lifting. And then a couple of the plates pick up Charmander and Pikachu and a chair picks up Brock and they're, they're just trying to get out of there. And why, why, why was Charmander and Pikachu on the plate? Were, were, were they trying well, to insinuate that they were going to eat these Pokemon? Well, I mean, it, the turkey was only so big, you know, once you get out of the, once you get done with the turkey, you got to eat something. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Charmander tastes No, I, I, well, it's Charmander, all, it's, well, he's it's, cooked. It's, I was about to say, he's already cooked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, everybody. Joking. But, but. Um, no, I think that was just a matter of where they ended up. Um, so, so, you know, they bail, basically. And we see kind of the destruction in the room. And then we get um, the th- three ghosts popping back up and laughing. And then we get what I assume is the who's that pokemon yes and it's good old actually i'm gonna ask you who do you think it is yeah because you said you're not gonna get this one right uh so because you said i wasn't gonna get it right i'm gonna say this week it's gotta be gengar oh okay well you did get it right look at that Ah, that means i'm that means i'm gonna get it right next week too fuck you <laughs> oh, so yes, the, the, this was Gengar this week. So uh, we come back from commercial, and the gang had run out of the tower. They 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 were scared out of the tower, scared shitless. And um, here's here's where we get um, Dick Ash. Um, I'm gonna say 9.0 at this point. Damn, 9.0. Yeah. Uh, so Ash, I mean, they all ran out of there. Ash was one of them that ran out of there. And he's like, okay, let's get ready to go back in. And then no, nobody wants to go back inside. And then he goes and calls his Pokemon along with Brock and Misty fucking cowards. Now, wait a minute. Now, I and I, I wouldn't expect me to be doing this this early in the ser- in this series. I didn't take it as being a dick. I took it as a little bit of mistimed motivation. Because could he have gone at it in a better way? Absolutely. He yelled at them. Well, yeah, but you, sometimes you got to yell at them to get good results. Well, you know, he fire him up, you know. Well, <laughs> it's funny you say fire him up. Oh. Um, well, he made Charmander feel so bad that he didn't want to go in there and by calling him a coward that Charmander got so pissed that he flamethrowered Ash. Right. Which is why I don't, I didn't, which is why I'm not considering Ash to be a dick because he got his comeuppance right away. (laughs) Well, um, Charmander did this to Brock and Misty at the same time. So all three of them got the flamethrower, which I, I don't think they deserve the flamethrower well, as much you as need Ash little, did. Sometimes you need a little heat every once in a while. Yeah, um, a little, a little pick me up. But, so, uh, so I, I have a another question, which is 
kind of irrelevant, but What's it, it's kind of bothering me as I'm watching it because we did we've kind of established that Charmander has basically been out of his ball the whole episode. Yes. Why? Uh, well, he was the flashlight. Well, yeah, but so do we need the flashlight? Just like have our eyes not adjusted at this point? Um, I'm guessing Charmander was the first motherfucker outside of that building, and they all followed right behind Charmander because Charmander led the way because without him, there was no light. And there's holes in the right, floor. Right. Well, <laughs> right. But, <laughs> but now Charmander's just having a flame is enough where it wasn't five minutes ago. Yes. Okay. Kid it's, show. It's, kid show. It's a kid Camp show. Gang. Can't 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 think that much, Doug. So they walk back in there. They're all full of piss and vinegar, and they walk right up to the hole. Oh, this was my favorite part in this whole episode. Why don't Why don't you take it? <laughs> so, uh, Charmander and uh, Charmander Pikachu and um, Ash walk back into the building, and they walk up to one of the holes. And they see a hole, and they're wonder. And Ash wonders if a ghost Pokemon is at the bottom. So he goes, Pikachu, shock it! So <laughs> Pikachu shocks the hole, and all the way at the bottom, Team Rocket's still knocked out and gets Thunder Shock and gets woken up. So, and then at this point, Ash is like, "Oh, the electricity set. Okay, so there must be a ghost Pokemon there. Charmander, get it!" And Charmander does a flamethrower. And fucking flamethrowers, Team Rocket, and they start running around in a circle. And he's like, "Ooh, a fireball!" And then we go to uh, the scene with with Team Rocket, and Team Rocket's down there, and uh, Meowth and James are are just sitting there, and they're looking at Jesse going, "Um, um, ooh, Jesse has fire in her eyes because she gets mad." And then Meowth goes, "Yeah, hand in her hair." <laughs> and wait started... so we're just so we're just gonna skip over the part where jesse catches a pokeball straight in the face oh oh i forgot about that part um yeah ash sees the um the fire going around in a circle and um he takes out his pokedex to see if he can get um anything on a ghost pokemon and all dexter says is ghost pokemon are vapor and then has no picture at all he's like oh well, maybe I can catch it and takes this Pokeball and tosses it down. And <laughs> said, just... Maybe I can catch it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the ball just goes and just hits Jesse straight in the face. So she, she just patted her hair dry of fire and she's already just pissed. And now she gets a fucking Pokeball straight to the face like bam! And, and Ash the goes well, and Ash goes well, did I did I catch it? I don't think I caught it. Uh, well, maybe I'll get the next one. <laughs> just all sorts of just. Oh, oh man! But um, it is this point in the episode where Haunter makes his presence known to Ash, scares Ash, and Ash starts running. And I had a problem with this next part. Mm-hmm. You 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 did too. I take no. It. I was just agreeing with you. I, I'm seeing where you're going. 
Uh, Ash goes running, uh, and Pikachu goes running, and so does Charmander, uh, and a chandelier falls. Oh, this, yeah, this part. Yeah, no, I had a big old problem. This is why I could take or leave this episode, quite frankly. (laughs) So, um, oh, um, Ash takes out, first, first Ash takes out his Pokedex when he sees Hunter, and it goes, um, Hunter is a gas vapor Pokemon. No other, no, no further data um obtained and he goes that that is all (laughs) yeah that is all and ash is like well that's it and hunter just scares him ash runs the chandelier falls and the chandelier collapses on top of pikachu and ash knocking them out um and i i didn't quite i mean i don't know if they were knocked out and then hunter goes over to ash and pikachu and literally takes their soul out of their body and just brings it up but where the fuck was charmander oh charmander ran outside charmander ran yeah because he's had enough of he's had enough excitement for today um so yeah so they're unconscious right (sighs) Oh, I, I, I skipped over Charmander's funny face to Hunter, but yeah, oh, I mean, my bad, my bad. It, it, it's there. If y'all are watching the episode, you can pause this podcast, watch that, and come back to us. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they're they're unconscious, and Hunter basically takes their souls Yes, and says, oh, now we're the same. And all they really say in terms of alluding to the fact that they're dead is, I don't want to be a ghost yet. Yes. But but then Gengar and Hunter basically show Ash and Pikachu the perks of being a ghost. You know, they can fly and they can see the whole city. And then they get out. And as they're out, you know, kind of, they look down and they see Brock and Misty and they say, oh, we can have some fun. <laughs> this, I, I love this because it just scares the mess out of Misty. And, you know, he pops down and does the whole, ah, oh, Misty, you're really worried about me. And then Misty thinks, oh, that's a familiar voice, but I don't know where that's coming from. And then he straight up picks her up. Yes, which I didn't think that ghosts can do. But he picks up Misty all the way up into the air and goes, Brock, catch, and just yeah. drops her. And what if he hadn't? <laughs> Misty would have had a broken tailbone. <laughs> Misty would have, yeah, she would have at least broken her ass. Um, her no ass. Well, her whatever she's got back there. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then, so they go back into the castle. And it's at, that, it's at this point that the three ghosts show us their playroom like they're and i i'm not saying that as a general is it's their literal playroom, playroom. like there's swings and balls and there's blocks. a there's a there's a mini pool inside of this it's room a, it's it's a playroom yes and and this is you know ash kind of has a head slap moment where he's like oh you didn't want to scare everybody you just wanted somebody to play with and they're all excited because they got company and P- pikachu's having a whole grand old time swinging yeah, and, you know, they're having fun, but Ash is like, well, I, 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 
unfortunately, I, I can't stay. I There's I, a lot of people that I need to battle, and there's a lot more badges that I need to get to become the best Pokemon trainer. And, you know, the 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 three ghosts are upset, but, you know, and they start crying. But I, I think, in the long and short, I think they understand. So we go back to Pikachu and Ash's unconscious bodies, which, you know, Brock and Misty have courteously moved them from under the chandelier. Um, and they go back in and then they, you know, wake up and, you know. Misty, yeah, was, a- Misty was crying. And, and a- Ash and Pikachu put themselves back into their bodies and wake up. And now um, they get introduced. Uh, well, Brock and Misty get introduced to um, Ghastly, Gengar, and Hunter inside of this um, inside of this tower. They freak out. But then Ash goes, well... It's impossible to catch these Pokemon, so I guess it's about time to leave. See, I didn't, I didn't take that interpretation. I take it as at this moment, as they're sitting there, because they're walking out. And well, well, Ash, Ash said he said they're impossible to catch. Right, he says that as they're walking out, but I didn't take it that Brock and Misty saw all any of them because oh. Ash looks up and sees them. Misty's too busy wiping tears out of her eyes and Brock's doing whatever he's doing because as they're walking and as we're wrapping up this episode, um, they're walking and Pikachu points behind them. And that's when Hunter, you know, pops down and does his face and then Brock and Misty run away. Yeah. And they, they start running and then, Misty <clears throat> looks at um oh wait no that's the next episode my bad my bad I'm so, I'm jumping ahead an episode so they're so they're gone Brock and Misty are gone and and Ash and Hunter start laughing and and then it, we jump it seems back. like we have some type of unspoken agreement and then we go back into the castle and we see that. Team Rocket's still in there, and they've been tied to the merry-go-round going at, like, 50 miles per hour in a circle, just making which them is, all sorts of dizzy. Which is just hell. <laughs> <laughs> and Gengar and Ghastly are just having a grand old time. And we end with the fantastic line of, looks like Team Rocket's throwing up again. Yes. Just hell. <laughs> <laughs> so... Great episode, though. Um, as you said, you said you could take or leave this episode, but um, I could I take th- it or leave it, and I could, and I, I was sitting there going because, like I say, it's been a while since I've watched them, and I watched part two, and Ash dies, but nothing said about death. <clears throat> but a little bit of spoiler for part three, and I'll, I'll probably bring it up next week. Somebody says something about being dead. Oh. And I'm going, okay, so it's not a rule. They just chose not to say anything last week. <laughs> yes. Or, you know, in last episode. Yes. Like, that's weird to me. <laughs> well, was Ash really dead when the chandelier hit him? Yes. So. I, you took his soul. Hunter took their souls from their bodies. They're without the, with, with <clears throat> words. Without but, their souls, they're dead. They're dead. 
So, yeah. Yeah, I guess they were dead. <laughs> Which is a hell of a conversation to have to have before you send kids to school. Yeah, that's... Yeah, this day come on in the morning on Kids WB. And let me let me see what day of the week this was. This this episode came out on a Thursday. This was this was a yeah because the next episode. Oh wait, no 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 no. This one came out Wednesday. The next one's on Thursday. Next one. This is Thursday. Yeah this this came out on Hump Day. Yeah, not the kind of conversation you want to have with your kid at quarter to seven on a Wednesday morning while you're eating your Captain Crunch or your hot pocket. Yes. So, all right. But that kind of sums up this week's episode. This was part two. And next week they're heading back to Saffron city to see if Ash can go and gather up his marsh badge. So just so we're clear heading into the next episode. Okay. Ash has not caught Hunter. No. The narrator says it looks like Hunter wants to join in Ash's journey. Yes. So Hunter seems to be following them, but um, we get more of a clarity as as a at the end of next week's episode as to what's going on here. Well, right. I mean, I'm just because. For the longest time, and basically until I watched this episode, I thought there was an agreement at the end of episode two. There's not really an agreement until about halfway into episode three, and even then it's a loose agreement. Yes, which, a very loose agreement. Which we'll see, and I obviously we go any further, it's the wrong episode, so that's where I'm going to end it this week. All right. <clears throat> so... We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and end this episode. I'm gonna let you do your old goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling you that you have to tune in to see what happens next week because next week's episode is Hunter versus Kadabra. It is part three of this trilogy. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>